photography i love everything about photography the best thing about photography is there's no right or wrong there's no good or bad and even out of focused images are still photographs hi i'm kendall jennings i'm an australian motocross photojournalist been taking photos professionally since 2002 and welcome to photo x photo x is a series of podcasts discussing anything photo related so, uh, marking the spot this episode, I'm going to introduce you all to George Eastman. Now, um, I love George Eastman, like, um, just with what he invented and stuff, but uh, obviously to his employees, he wasn't that um, uh, inspirational, oh, I suppose you could say. He was very, uh, very, I suppose because he was a perfectionist, um, yeah, obviously that type of personality doesn't come across too well with the employees. So um, get get back into my script. So <laughs> uh, my favourite on- entrepreneur, photographer and inventor is American George Eastman. Now George was born on July 12th, 1854. Unfortunately, George's father's father died when he was around seven. And he left the family with no funds. So George's mother took in boarders and cleaned uh, other people's houses to provide money for the family. Now, at 14, George quit school to add to the family income. Now, he was a messenger and an office boy for insurance companies. So uh, he also studied accounting at home so he could qualify for a higher salary. And eventually that paid off as he landed a job as a bookkeeper at the Rochester Savings Bank. Now, um, from my understanding, I'm not very good at uh, American towns and that. It's, I think Rochester's a suburb of, uh, of New York. So um, at the age of 23, as a junior banker, George purchased his first camera. Now, the intention was to go and photograph a piece of land he intended to buy. Now... Poor George, he had a little bit of difficulty with the wet plate camera and uh, paid a local photographer to teach him how to use the camera and he also subscribed to British photography journals to learn more. So if you listened to our previous episode, you would have um, British, we had the France and the British method. So basically George was getting down to the grassroots of uh, photography with the British photography journals. Now, the journals allowed... George to experiment with dry plates and it was at this time that like photography was I suppose sort of like an elitist type thing if you had the money and you could purchase the photography equipment and the developing equipment so it was a high-end type hobby but uh, in 1881 George Eastman opened up a dry plate factory in Rochester. Now while he was still working at the bank, he would get there and he would uh, create his own glass plates and experiment during the night. And then during the day, he would uh, work at the bank. <laughs> so, uh, um, and there's a quote I'll say at the end that he wrote during that period. So Eastman was in line for a promotion at the bank. However, when a relative of the bank's owners received a promotion, George quit immediately. 
and focused on his own business. Now, uh, uh, George, if you actually, um, there is a YouTube video, which I'll mention at the end as well. I just lo I love George Eastman. I love um, how he invented stuff and what he come up with, very mechanically minded. And I suppose because he'd had an unfortunate upbringing, he wanted to uh, share what he loved. And basically by creating the brownie camera, that's exactly what he did, which we'll get into that in a moment. But um, I've got some really old and rare Kodaks, um, especially with the, the Eastman Kodak actually printed on them. So it's amazing what you find at um, vehicle swap meets and what people don't know, the value of stuff. And I've got some wreck ones, you know, I paid $20 for them, probably a bit too much, but... I'm more interested in uh, the plate and the history of it. So definitely love it. So uh, George, back to George. Um, George experimented with chemicals and paper and he created the first roll of film. However, it was not accepted by professional photographers. And uh, also uh, George had a uh, successful photographic printing firm. So he would get there and he would print um, the, f the photos for the the professionals and try to sell him his uh, film but they're like nah, it's not not good enough quality so in 1885 George Eastman built his own camera with the assistance of a local Rochester businessman he was a woodworker I think um, and then Eastman headed to the patent office with a roll holder device and the camera that him and William Hall Walker had uh, developed and he William Hall Walker was also a camera inventor, but I also think he was a um, like a wood turner type type thing. So this invention allowed the cameras to be smaller and cheaper. So in 1888, the Kodak camera emerged onto the market. A few years and a few years later, after that, George renamed the company Eastman Kodak. Now. Um, Kodak is isn't an, uh, he just come up with it. He was playing with words with his mother uh, one night, and um, he coined the phrase Kodak, and he loved it because the K was such a strong letter, and um, it was different, and people would remember it because it was so different, and it stuck. So um, that's how the word Kodak come across. Now. As I said before, poor old George Eastman, he was not liked by his employees and he was very critical and he wouldn't say much positive. And uh, there was a bit of a an in-house um, coup, I suppose you call it, when uh, some of the leading chemists decided that they were going to go and create their own sort of business and uh, George found out about that and he fired them on the spot. Um, in 1893, during the, the Depression in America, Kodak was in major debt and um, by 1894 so George was pretty persistent and uh, a and a perfectionist and I suppose that's what us photographers are we we want to get there and 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 make sure our picture's perfect and he and that's what he did and I suppose um, the employees didn't really like that so <laughs> yeah so by 1894 uh, with a new film and professional professional photographers began to use the Kodak film and especially with the development of the motion picture industry uh, and yeah he George um, 
basically created a monopoly. So um, I've just got a little clip it here um, of of uh, George's voice. So um, there's a I can get I sort of should have gone into a little bit more. I sort of can't do it off my head now. But um, that side of uh, that era of history is so awesome. Like um, the, the the creating of uh, a transparent film. Um, the film was had no sound. I used to get there and just play black and white film, and it have like a an organist or something play the music to it. So uh, with Eastman's, uh, you know, uh, his invention, they were able to add sound to film, and this is uh, a little snippet of a um, of the announcement where he's, you know, where they're saying, well, this is what we can do with the film. So here's the voice of George Eastman. I'm happy to greet this gathering of motion picture engineers. It is a great satisfaction to be able to speak to you through the medium of this wonderful invention, a talking film. During the past 50 years, I have witnessed with the greatest interest and satisfaction the growth of the motion picture industry. How awesome is that? So in 1898, Kodak Limited was formed and it became a global monopoly. In 1900, Eastman released the Brownie camera, which cost a dollar. And uh, Kodak sold 13,000 cameras in its first year, more than Eastman had sold in his previous 12 years of opening the business. So um, a dollar, dollar for a camera. Now the best thing about these was that each camera captured 100 images. And the motto that they sort of pushed everywhere was, you, put, you press the button, we'll do the rest. Which meant, as a consumer, you can enjoy photography a lot like um, our iPhones and all that now, which is, you press the button, and when the film is finished, you send it back to Kodak, we'll print it, and then we'll send the camera back to you and we've already loaded the film for you. So it's ready to rock and roll, ready to go. So uh, the first images, this is how smart this man was. Like, the first images were round. And I'm thinking, why are they round, you know? Like, couldn't I couldn't really figure out why they were round until I watched, uh, come across a rare documentary. Or uh, I must, uh, might have been uh, a snippet from the actual... Uh, Eastman Museum in Rochester, which I hope to get to one day. It looks so awesome. But um, the reason why they were circle, or they were round, was that because when they were printed, they could be straightened. And uh, Eastman used the business approach of if the images turned out perfect, consumers would purchase more film. So, um, <laughs> which is just an awesome an awesome idea for a business model. Now, all this good fortune actually has a tragic ending. Now, um, George Eastman, he committed suicide with a single gunshot through the heart on March 14th, 1932. He was 77 and uh, he left a note to his friends, which he left a note which said, to my friends, my work is done. Why wait? G.E. In his final years, Eastman suffered intense pain caused from a disorder that affected his spine. He had trouble standing 
and uh, he couldn't walk. He became had a slow shuffle, and he was depressed. Like he lost his independence. He was a very independent man. He never married. Um, he used to just travel and and do everything. So uh, he lost his independence and his ability to look after himself. So he had nursed his mother through um, through cancer, and she also had the painful spinal disorder. And the last two years of her life, she was bound in a wheelchair. So George had nursed her till her death in nineteen to, in 1907. So he sort of could predict what was going on and he decided that, um, I'm assuming, he decided that he didn't want to be a burden and go on that pain for everyone else. So here's, here's a, um, a quote from George. Sorry, I've got a cat that wants to be included in this podcast. Um, here's, a, <laughs> here's a quote from George. What we do during our working hours determines what we have. What we do in our leisure hours determines who what we are. George Eastman. So um I just this guy's awesome. So if you jump on the YouTube and uh I'll put a link on the uh the cadjex.net site for this. It's called The Wizard of Photography. It's pretty awesome. So on that this goes into a little bit more uh information on on Mr. George Eastman. Now, so thanks for listening. Uh, we try to make our little podcast about 10 minutes every go. So if you want to want to um, ask some questions or uh, suggest a topic, uh, shoot us an email at kj at kajx.com and uh, we shall answer any questions and, and go for that. So that's been PhotoX. Thanks for listening. And uh, speak to you next time. Kajix Communications presents Photo X.